0: just to start talking, mm-hmm. so I can check your levels.
1: Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you a story.
0: And you can, you can lean into it, or you can pull it closer to you. Okay, to
1: you. got it. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 okay, how are my levels? <laughs> Keep going. Are they leveled and cool?
0: very fresh cool. Um, i'm just
1: gonna tell you about this book i'm reading because that's the easiest thing that i could talk about how does great, that sound that's great. <laughs> okay so it's the sequel i'm reading a book called the monster beru cormorant and mm-hmm. it's the sequel to the traitor beru cormorant <laughs> and basically
0: how many books are in the series is three trilogy the last book one books? is
1: the tyrant beru cormorant <laughs> you can see where this is going
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're not happy books <laughs> They are incredibly sad. Um,
0: and you, yeah, I assume you've read this, the,
2: the first one.
0: You're a big fan. Yeah,
1: I read the first one months ago, and it hurt me so bad oh, that right. I had to wait until now to I read think, it. I feel like I remember you
0: talking about being hurt by a book. Yeah. I've been hurt by books before, too, so I get, I get it. Yeah, they're but tough. But not, not by queer fantasy.
1: It hurts more. I don't mean to invalidate you and in your feelings of whatever books hurt you.
0: Like take your straight, <laughs> cis, white male garbage out of here. Your big toxic masculinity. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. I have
1: never once. I would never describe you as toxically masculine. <laughs> I want you to take that as a compliment.
0: I I, I should. I really should. I would mm-hmm. describe myself as very toxic, but um, yeah, the masculine thing, not so much. <laughs> nobody
2: not
0: really Ted do you have something you want to say into this podcast intro Oh, do you think my cat is a fan of real hip hop? Hip hop? Real hip hop? I'm hoping so. Hey, ball bags. Welcome back to another episode of the Anhedonic Headphones podcast. We are in season four. This is episode two. This is the 21st episode overall. 21 uh take me out buy me some shots or something i guess because bars are open that's a thing people can go do right now right there's no problem there uh it's me your boy kevin krine your host of this delightful podcast thank you for listening thank you for subscribing wherever fine podcasts are sold like in spotify or apple podcasts um For this episode of this season, many of the episodes were, again, as I had mentioned, uh, with the first episode of the fourth season, they were conducted uh, remotely using a service, a Zen, it's called Zencaster, hashtag ad, sponsor me, what? So I use Zencaster to record three of the five podcasts this season. Uh, The other two were done in person, uh, but maintaining very good social distancing with the microphones and all the equipment and everything so this was one that was recorded in my living room with a former colleague sliding through to chop it up about some tunes she sat very far away from me we had some laughs it was a good time so please put your hands together welcome into the virtual building tonight's illustrious guest my friend Nell Gerke. Um. Yeah. We're and we're rolling too. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. <laughs>
1: kind of funky. Kind of fresh.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's keep it funky and fresh on this podcast. That's what that's what I try to do with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Keep it funky. Keep it fresh. The podcast. The, po-
2: <laughs> 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 the,
0: the, the <laughs> well, I was setting all this equipment up today when I got home from work. I was like, "How much of this are we going to try to do with the dialect?"
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, lordy.
0: Thanks <laughs> thanks for coming on to the fo- I can't even, I can't, I don't even think I can keep a straight Ooh, face. Lordy. Oh, lordy. Well, Nell, you're you're being a guest on the podcast now. So what, yeah, you, you got some, I can't, like, it's just like, it's getting into, like, leper, like leprechaun, Lucky yeah. Charms territory, and yeah. not, like, actual legitimate Irish dialect. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're listening to some songs on the podcast there. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, why didn't you pick any U2 oh i would have you know there's a nice choice on here but i would have gone with shane mcgowan in the pogs <laughs> um is, should that be i po- i'm whenever i'm doing these podcasts now with people i'm always like coming up with like sub podcasts that i could launch with that person like but yeah we could do uh we could we could just do a whole like a whole thing and with like i speak in a shitty irish dialect and you uh-huh. just laugh at it because yeah. how preposterous it is
1: that's our whole bit. That's the bit. And
0: we are committed to the bit, if anything. Yes. Um, so are you ready to start? Do you have any questions, concerns, comments before um, we begin? I don't think so. Okay.
1: Uh, wait, can I swear?
0: Yes, of course. Ooh. This isn't the radio. It's a podcast. You can okay. swear. I think somebody else asked that question, too, once if they could swear. And I was like, yes. Not
1: that It just might happen. And I don't want to get no, nervous about it.
0: I, the whole... Whether the episode has swears or not, because I have had some people on who don't swear. Mm-hmm. Like, in my language. Like, I mean, my yeah, I get. yeah. <laughs> um but the whole series like the way it's set up in itunes and spotify it has the little explicit content mm-hmm. thing and usually the cover art that i make has the explicit content thing because either i swear a ton or the guest does or the music is mm-hmm. sweary oh yeah i forgot about music
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing the clean version of songs on here
0: <laughs>
1: that would you're, be silly
0: you're like i picked mask off but i picked the radio edit i hope that's okay i
1: picked the radio edit of a wap <laughs> <laughs> you literally don't even hear it <laughs> what's the point uh
0: it's uh, a <laughs> wet ass p word <laughs> <laughs> have you heard ben shapiro read yeah. the lyrics to that yeah
1: oh god uh, yeah, because I'm on TikTok, because I'm a youth. <laughs>
0: TikTok, TikTok, real TikTok. Um, so, Nell, you are so far away as a guest, but we are practicing mm-hmm. good social distancing during times of the roni. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here.
0: Um, So, before we get into the tunes that you selected, I usually try to talk a little bit about uh, how I know the person that I've invited on the show. So... You and I work together.
1: At <laughs> just food co-op. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the first season of the, the first season of the show was only people from work. Whoa. Really? And then I really branched out and started interviewing just people that I know that I thought would be fun to have on the show. Uh-huh. Um so this has you are the only co worker who has made it on this season. Current co worker, because Maddie Kin's right. pieced out. She's just a person I know now. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a person she's just this bitch i used to work with right no um so you and i work together and you have worked at the co-op for well this is october but i don't know when this yeah. is gonna be uh hitting the internet but so we've we you have worked at the co-op for 10 months roughly wolf. right you yeah tell me yeah wolf. yeah wolf. <laughs> we started in the before times yes and then things got weird <laughs> in with the roni uh-huh. and uh then we stole you away yeah and took you into the produce department took me
1: under the wing
0: because i said do you want to work in the most popping department in the store and you said yes absolutely and that <laughs> was that on that i said please god please save
1: me <laughs> please help
0: and we just shook knighted you right into produce and here and we then are explain that and, to yeah, me because i you just <laughs> and i felt so washed when i said that to you and you laughed and laughed and then you were like oh, i don't know what that means yeah i'm, I'm and I was like, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so there's this man. Um, mm-hmm. His name was Shug. <laughs> but so uh, we work together very closely, and you, you're you a good pal outside of work. Uh, you got big energy. I hope that comes through on the podcast. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, so I was like, shit, I should just have Nell on the show, and it would be a blast if we chop it up about tunes. And so you've picked five songs, mm-hmm. and I'm interested to hear uh why you've picked these and how you what your history is with all these and everything but before we we do that um so first be us outside of us working together you what is you are young you are a recent college graduate <laughs> you're shaking indeed you're shaking your head and eyes like the microphone doesn't pick that up this isn't right. this isn't a video yeah. podcast um. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no visual component <laughs> to the podcast yet mm-hmm. um but uh what is your you you're really into being on in the river and yes. traveling and out being very out of doors uh-huh. um what is what is your background in like what is your your what was your emphasis in school oh, just for so people know like know yeah. your vibes aside from pop tarts and video games yeah and <laughs> queer sci-fi fantasy books uh and working with what me what
1: else is there to yeah. know <laughs> that's my whole personality But I guess to answer your question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: Oh, this is fucking great. Yeah, this This is is fun.
1: We're going to have fun doing
0: this. We haven't even started talking about the music yet. I know. It's just jokes. Jokes and jokes. Yeah. All right. So tell tell me about... If you could pull it together, yeah. tell me about yourself.
1: Um yeah, I went to Augsburg University.
0: Ah, Augsburg gang.
1: Woohoo!
2: <laughs> yeehaw <laughs> The big Yeehaw agenda <laughs> coming through.
1: I yeah. Okay. Um I was an environmental studies major okay. and I minored in urban studies. Okay. Um I took two trips down the Mississippi River.
0: The mighty Mississippi, yeah.
1: <laughs> yep, that big old river. The
0: big big river so big <laughs> real long it, it's almost like it starts uh here up in yeah. minnesota and then goes all the way down to the end to, to right. texas yeah weird, weird right yeah weird. All, the all, all the way to texas all the way to texas <laughs> and spits it out
1: yeah and then it's just like now it's the ocean's problem yeah yeah <laughs> 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 Good luck with all that nitrogen. Oh no! <laughs> all that runoff.
0: Oh no! <laughs> all all did be, how did you? Sediment. How did how did you get so interested in, in the out of doors? Um. And the river specifically. I, did you hear calling to you? <laughs> kind of. Okay.
1: <laughs> 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 I would always. Um. <laughs> well, my mom always told me that I couldn't go down to the river because I would drown.
0: Uh huh. And you were like, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Yeah. Like,
1: so I was like, but it's so nice and pretty down there. <laughs> So I would, like, sneak out and go to the river. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, like, not sneak out, sneak out, but I'd be like, I'm going to go play and then go to the river. (laughs) Okay.
0: I thought you were, like, had, like, sheets tied together, dumping them out of your bedroom window, climbing down.
1: No, but I did used to sleep on the roof outside of my window um, because I liked sleeping under the stars. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's very specific.
1: Yeah. So... I just like being outside okay. a whole bunch.
0: All right, and for for people who are listening, we are recording this. Uh, we were going to record this outside, but it's way too cold right now. And it's raining. Oh, it's raining. <laughs> yeah, that would be raining. mad terrible for the equipment uh-huh. um, to have rain all over the computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but we are maintaining more than six feet apart, even though we work together in close proximity and we're always masked up or whatever mm-hmm. at work we are. We are doing this. Uh, we're being socially responsible. You're the, o- I think you're probably going to be the only other person. There's only two people I'm going to talk to in person Wow. for this season of the podcast. Everything else has been done using the internet and connecting through this service. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the questions I've been asking people this season, because this is like the true Rona season, uh, and I kind of know the answer, but a lot of the people I didn't know how to, I didn't, I wanted to ask just to get a feel for it, but how you holding up Oof. during the pandemic? <laughs> because like you were probably not expecting to be thrown into like the stress of the place where we work during these wild uh, times, but uh, how, how, how? Uh, we're going to get into some, we are not really strangers. <laughs> questions now i i thank god the the tunes are just a ruse and it's just gonna be me with the cards on deck being like how are you really
1: (laughs) what color are your emotions today
0: (laughs) i think it's wild that people take that stuff seriously because they take themselves way too seriously
1: Yes, they're funny. <laughs> they're so funny. It's the red font for me.
0: It really, yeah. It's the font. It's the way. It's the white and red. It's it's the ones where they Photoshop it on the side of a building. Yeah, those
1: ones are great. Or like on the back of a van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the back of the van. <laughs> Instead of so, this man's just gonna leave me. Too.
0: <laughs> instead of instead of it being like how's my driving call one eight hundred eat shit, it's like how are you really or whatever. Or like your feelings are valid, and I'm just like no, come on, come on, bro. Um. So anyway, how how are you holding up? Like, what are you what are you aside from working with me, uh, the most popping boss in the most illustrious department? Um. How are you? Are like what are you doing to like stay? uh sane or whatever during these times that we live in
1: uh well, i'm actively planning to run away yes so i feel like that, that you, yeah. you there's a
0: good <laughs> chance that this episode will come out when you have taken your eat pray love excursion out east for a month to find yourself Uh
1: huh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that there's that You're and like, when i'm not planning to run away i'm reading about uh <laughs> Sci fi fantasy, which okay. is like the in home version of Run away <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a trend. Like I'm getting I'm getting a vibe. <laughs> an escapist vibe. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Are you ready to actually start talking about the tunes now? Now mm-hmm. that we've gotten all this like other stuff out of the way.
1: Yeah, let's 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 do it. <laughs>
0: do it to <do> it <laughs> do it up. Do it up tune style. So you've picked five songs. They're drastically different. Um Like, one of them is very contemporary. The rest of them are slightly less contemporary. Yeah. I would say, can you read my handwriting on the crassly written set list that I gave you?
1: I can. I have practiced doing this, remember?
0: So first up on uh, out of the gate is Andrew Bird. And I know that you like Andrew Bird a lot because I see it on your Spotify. I see that you're always listening to Andrew Bird. Uh-huh. And personally, I don't really fuck with Andrew Bird. So I'm not- like, <laughs>
1: you monster. <laughs> that is my man you're talking about. <laughs> I would die for him. <laughs> He's brilliant.
0: I'm not. I'm not. But your I'm opinions not saying, valid? No, it's not my. <laughs> no, if, if if one thing my 37 years on this earth have taught me is my opinions are not valid. Um, but they're toxic, but they are not valid. But I just, I've tried. I tried with Andrew Bird mm-hmm. when I was in college, because that's the time that you get into Andrew Bird. Y- yes. <laughs> and he had just released an album. This is what he was still on Annie DeFranco's label. And he had just released an album. I don't remember the name of it. It mm-hmm. had like a... I kind of bought it on a whim at a Borders. I, like, I listened to a little bit of it on the Scanny thing where you could scan the CD and listen to... I'm w- dating myself. Yeah, I
1: have no idea what that is.
0: <laughs> I'm so washed. Uh-huh. Um, in the dark ages yeah. of the early 2000s when you were, we and I was much older because time makes fools of us all... Um. You you used to go to a Borders bookstore, which Mm -hmm. is definitely not a thing. Rest in Piss to Borders. I spent mad money there, recklessly. (laughs) But um, you could, in the music department, you could scan the barcode on the CD and on these little listening stations and it would... uh, play you a little bit of each song mm-hmm. so you could decide if it was something you were interested in or if you were like fuck this and it was really helpful for my friend as and for my friend for, for my friends and i who were going into borders just pissing away money being like what's this cd i don't know let's check it out and we would listen and it would either be like yeah hell yeah or not so much and mm-hmm. so we bought a lot of stuff just kind of blindly based on just scanning it and being like oh 30 seconds this sounds okay cool let's do this yeah and so andrew bird was one of those and I was like, yeah, I don't, like, I, I got it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I tried. Yeah. It didn't work. I respect his technical ability. Yeah. But just his, the music is not for me. But I want to hear about you and Andrew Bird.
1: they great like, right now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like, when? Stop talking.
1: It's like, I can't wait to hear this song. <laughs> Um, me and Andrew Bird. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well actually Andrew Bird. So I love him and all of his music. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I first started listening to him. He was on, I, so my cousin Anna and Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. were really into a Prairie Home Companion and then live from here. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah.
1: And we went to a show together, and he was on it. And oh, he had okay. just released Capsized. Okay. Um, and I loved it, and I was like, who the heck is this guy? I love the violin. Uh-huh. I love this duet. Or not duet. It was Capsized and Left-Handed Kisses were the first two Andrew Bird songs that I lear- okay. Like heard. Okay. Um,
0: Did he do a lot of whistling? He whistles a he lot, He whistles too. a
1: lot. Yes. And <laughs> I do admire his whistling.
0: That takes skill, because I can't whistle at yeah. all. And so like, being able to like carry a tune... As confidently is it that is impressive mm-hmm. yeah. like, I can't whistle at all,
1: he's incredible, <laughs> and I also play the violin oh okay, I didn't yeah. know that about you, really no, I never mentioned it, that it
0: never has come up before that's
1: shocking <laughs> um I played the violin since I was four years old <laughs>
0: <sighs> that's wild <laughs>
1: like a little like a little <laughs> Little rat person with a violin. <laughs> <laughs> little rat person? You should see these photos of me. I have a bowl cut, and I'm holding the violin in these, like, my weird little
0: hands. <laughs> I'll show you sometime. That sounds both terrifying and charming.
1: Yeah, it is both. I was a terrifying-looking child. That's a detour, but we can talk about that if you want.
0: <laughs> That's, like, for a different podcast. Like, yeah. a, like a dark stuff-to-unpack-in-therapy podcast. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> um. So... You saw Andy Bird at this, uh, was it Was it live From Here at that point? Or it was, was that, Prairie Home. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: but it was one of the Prairie Homes that Chris Thiele was hosting. Okay. Yeah.
0: Not the person I don't want to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> don't um, meet
1: your heroes, kids.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what is it about, so before we do the song, and I should preface this by saying we don't actually listen to the music we don't no oh. that's, a, that's <laughs> the magic of the podcast
1: you're gonna edit it in <laughs> yes <later. laughs> unless
0: unless you need to hear a specific like portion of it to talk about it i don't any of these i just drop so? i drop them in Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: That makes way more sense. I
0: should have said that before we started because I try to let people know that before we start. And everyone's like, oh, that makes total sense. There's only been one time my friend Gabby Uh was like, I actually need to hear these at these specific time codes. And so I had a second computer and a second speaker pointed at her. So she could talk about them while it was playing. And then I had to like sync the song up late. It was, wow. it was a mess. That sounds like a lot. It was a mess. Yeah, we do not have to do that. Okay, all right. Um, but it's like, it's just all facade. It's just like a ma- the magic of the podcast. Yeah. It just fades in and out like it ain't no thing. Um, like a big NPR energy for me, you boy. Uh, uh,
1: uh. I keep bopping my nose on this. That's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's, this, there's a the little foam do- 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 dab on the microphone. So you can bop your nose if you want. Okay,
2: perfect. Uh,
0: When you saw Andrew Bird, like, was it the violin? Was it the whistling? Was it the the singing? What is it that you were like? This is the guy that Ooh. I I'm gonna glom onto.
1: It was I think it was the violin. Okay. It was the violin. Okay. Um, and also it was the storytelling of like the duet "Left Handed Kisses" because he sang it with Sarah jerose when he was on um, uh, Prairie Home. Yeah. Which I adored. Like I obviously love Fiona Apple because yeah. obviously,
2: yeah, of course. <laughs> because
1: obviously, <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved like the storytelling uh-huh. in that song. Okay, I it was okay. really cool. Um, and then I just did a deep dive on him. Okay, Uh
0: you know, so he used to be in the Scornless Zippers. What? Which was a now they're they're not a ska band, but they're like a weird whimsical like horn and string band from the 90s that he,
1: sounds cool he played
0: violin for them for the first couple of albums and he left and mm-hmm. then he recently just like is on their new album on a couple of songs mm. but he's also from allegedly 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 from elizabeth illinois which is very close to where i grew up no
1: kidding yeah wow yeah that's so cool
0: yeah and there's a and to blow your mind even more. You're like give it to me. Come on. Come on, bro. Um <laughs> he uh is kind of friends with a gal in town named Martha Larson who plays the cello this town? in this, this town in You're this kidding. W- um she plays the cello. Uh-huh. She works at Carlton and she owns the m- little listening room music venue the hot spot. And so no. they, I think, went to college together, maybe. Okay. Uh, but yeah, she name dropped that in a conversation once, being like, saying something, something, Andrew Bird. Oh, I went to school with him. Blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, relax. What? But yeah,
1: I would have uh, passed out. <laughs>
0: I think she asked me what I was writing and I was explaining that I was writing a think piece about an album that was turning 20 and she didn't know what it was. And then she was like, Oh, I listened to Andrew bird. Cause mm. we are friends. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to keep writing about this emo <laughs> album. That's 20. And I'm in my late thirties. Beautiful. <laughs> teach each their own. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so you picked, I don't know. I, I listened to the song mm-hmm. before you came down here. Cause I wanted to not sound like a total buffoon. Um, but so this is called Lazuli Bunting. Mm hmm. What album is this off of? Because I don't know I don't know anything about this except that it's an instrumental track.
1: Yeah. It's on um it's called Echolocations River. Okay. Um and it's one of two Echolocations albums that he's released. The other one's Echolocations Canyon. Okay. And it's an entirely they're entirely oh. instrumental okay. albums. Okay.
0: Um, are these were they, are these recent? I,
1: Echolocations River I believe is
0: recent. Okay.
1: Echo I don't know when Canyons came out. Okay. Um, but River came out right before my first trip down the river. Oh,
0: that's very fitting then. Yes, Did you just knew a lot of Andrew Bird on the river. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, and in particularly, I listened to this album because on my first trip down the river, it rained like the whole time. Uh huh. Um, and so I'd be in the canoe getting rained on. <laughs> But I would have. It's really sad. It was beautiful, <laughs> okay. actually. Let me paint the picture. I was like,
0: that sounds kind of downy clowny, like being in a canoe in the pouring rain on the Mississippi. But like, I guess you were more out of doors than I am. I'd be like, ah, sucks, I'm a big fucking baby. And <laughs> well,
1: sometimes it was that
0: too. You're like, ah, oh, give me that rain. Oh, I love it. It's transformative.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> like wow, this is awesome. I have to be outside. Usually, I would be inside. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. now I actually I have a huge appreciation for like hiking or like paddling in the rain okay. now that I didn't have before. Okay, all right. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I can respect that. So you picked the songs uh, because of that connection or. Yeah. What, what did you okay okay yeah so the, the I po- picked this song the podcast is very tangential and it's fu- it's totally fine that. okay that's, Okay. that's the
1: whole reason podcasts exist right kind of so you can go on tangents
0: and because people like hearing themselves talk <laughs> <laughs> because I am a toxic white man and I need a podcast that is that was the premise the first the first time around
1: <laughs> more of my own voice please yeah, thank you like, Tur- I need you to
0: turn me up <laughs> And turn the guest down. <laughs> Too much of the guest in the monitor, please. No, it's not what I know. Anyway, continue, please. Oh
1: yes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I You're picked. So surprised. <laughs> I know because I forget what we're talking. We're about talking about. So uh, we're
0: talking about Andy Bird.
1: Yes, we're talking about my man. Um, who's he's not who's, my man? Whose man's is this? I adore him. <laughs> I would be paddling on the river. Yeah. And I would just stick my little earbuds in. Uh-huh. And this whole album is like he records it and there's like sounds of like rivers, obviously. Yeah, I saw like I heard violin. a lot of
0: like backgroundy stuff mm-hmm. in it when I was listening.
1: Yeah. And so then the like, those sounds are all happening with the violin. And then they were also, like, mixing with the sounds of, like, me paddling oh, and the rain on oh. the river. And so, like, it was this whole, like, whole thing. huge, like, yeah. symphony kind of bit. Um, and then the birds will, like, fly after it rains to dry off their wings. And they would, like, come and, like, flit right next to the canoe. Um, and the lazuli bunting is a kind of bird.
0: Okay, I was wondering <laughs> what that was. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm um i was like bunting is it like in baseball <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: I'm a queen bunter let I it was be like known
0: i'm I'm very sportsy i know what that means
2: <laughs>
1: wouldn't it be funny if that was what it was about <laughs> yes
0: if it was about baseball yeah
1: yeah that would be incredible <laughs>
0: So this is a drastic change of pace. Yes, <laughs> and I was fascinated to see this on here. Um, I am not super well versed in the roaches, and I'm curious to find out how you, someone of your age, I think I probably know the answer. But how what some, do you think the answer is? Your parents? <laughs> no. Oh, then I was totally wrong. I don't know the gotcha. answer. <laughs> <laughs> you thought. Um. So you picked Hammond's Song by the Roaches, which is from their first album. Mm-hmm. And this is from, like, the 70s, right? 60s, 70s? Yeah, I yeah. think
1: I just... Okay, I panicked before I came over here, and I was like, do I actually have enough to say about all these songs? And I think this song is released in 79. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned that perhaps 20 minutes ago.
0: Were you driving with the Wikipedia, like, in front of you, like, <laughs> screaming at the voice command, like, look up Hammond Song, Roaches, release <laughs> dates, and then it's talking yeah. back to you?
1: <laughs> that, but in my kitchen. <laughs> Well, my parents are standing there making dinner and I'm panicking.
0: You're like, anecdotes about the song. Anecdote. Okay. What is it? Okay. What does this
1: actually mean? (laughs) Because I know what I think it means. And that's what I, that's what I need.
0: I don't need like, I don't need like actual factoids. I need actual like content from you. Not like, this isn't like informative about music history. This is about like personal connection. If you wanted informative about musical history, it would just be me. (laughs) It'd be a rate, it would be, that my, would be b- it would be, you, you're going to be like, that'd be bad. <laughs> I was gonna say boring. That'd be boring as shit. Yeah. I'm um, joking.
1: It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, no, it'd be like what my radio show used to be. Where oh. I was uh it was just me talking about tunes. Really had a radio show. Yeah, I had for a little bit I had a radio show in town.
1: When I was an infant, meaning in middle school, mm-hmm. my dream was to be a librarian and have a radio show on Sundays. Wow. Yeah. That's that was my dream that is big energy. That is all I wanted from the world. Um, <laughs> I'm different now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my radio show was on the station in town and I had an hour Monday through Friday, uh, from three to four where it was pretty much like played whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I realized in retrospect, I played way too much rap music (laughs) that people were probably not ready for.
1: People in Northfield were like, what's this? (laughs) Yeah.
0: um, And then I also, like, I would just talk about the music a little bit, like in terms of like release day production factoids, it never really got like super personal, Mm -hmm. but like if I, like the show became a cry for help when I was too depressed to do it. And it was just like, here's an hour of Elliot Smith. And no one really picked up on that, and I was kind of like, "Oh, this isn't good. This is not working out." You're like, "Hey, hey, I need help. Please. Someone help me." Um, so that's why I don't do that anymore. Because yeah, was that makes just, sense. It was just like turning it into like Kevin's sad bastard music for an hour. Um, I would listen
1: to it <laughs> still. <laughs>
0: Uh, but it's nice to have somebody to bounce off of and talk with because it's just me doing it, and like yeah. just me doing it was very like taxing. Are to you come saying up- you
1: want to do a radio show together? <laughs> should
0: we should we launch a radio show together? Yes. Um, <laughs> there's like shitty accents and laughter and occasionally uh-huh. music. Yes. So the Roaches yes. Hammond song. Mm-hmm. How does somebody of your age and not influenced by your parents on this one come to? to come to want to talk about this on the on the program
1: okay yes so
0: <laughs> you're like oh it's 1979 picked- <laughs> i had just picked up this album <laughs> <laughs>
1: so i have found through my years uh-huh that some of the songs that i come to love the most are songs that i don't even hear the actual like band recording to oh okay first. okay The reason I chose this song is because on my second river trip, uh-huh. it was me and just two other students. Yeah. And we spent the whole time, this is more for the audience than for you because you know this, <laughs> we spent the whole like three months sleeping the three of us in a two-person tent and just hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. But- Audrey and Steven, mm-hmm. who are my friends on this yeah, trip, both yeah. knew this song and I did not. Okay. And one day, one day they just started singing it. Okay. And I was like, what is this song and why are there so many drowned out notes and why are you guys yelling so much?
0: Were <laughs> they trying to layer the harmony, like the kind of harmony stuff that the, they do in this?
2: Yeah, kind of. Okay, kind of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like... It wasn't hitting. <laughs>
1: but it was so funny. So then I obviously wanted to be a part of this. Sure. But I didn't listen to the real song. I just tried to, like, figure it out as I went along. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: That's cute.
1: But, yeah, I don't know. So it's like, and then I heard the actual song. Okay. I was like, whoa, this is a great song. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sing to this in the car a lot. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on with this in terms of, like, the way they layer their voices and kind of, like, the... It's kind of in unison, kind of in harmony. It's like it kind of goes in between, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was I was impressed, and I had I before so I was playing these off the computer, and my wife was making the soup, um, and she was like, yes. "You listen to the roaches," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." Now picked this for the podcast, uh-huh. and I was like, I don't really know a ton about the roaches, and I had this weird memory in my head, and I I googled it before you got here, and I was correct. The roaches. Have a very brief voice cameo in an old episode of the cartoon Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah, they are—they voice roaches who sing. That's meta. Yeah, <laughs> very meta. Um, so when I saw this come through on your on your list, I was like, I wonder if that is really—if I'm remembering this right. And I was. It was wild. Um, but so I don't know. Do you listen to any other roaches songs, or is it just this, <laughs> just this one, just just that one? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm. I. didn't know if you did like a deep dive. Um, I
1: should. I really should. <laughs> I will probably. They were later.
0: active <laughs> up until like one of them died. Really? Yeah.
1: And they were sisters, right?
0: They're all sisters.
1: Wow. Oh, that's sad.
0: They. I was on their Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, all source of factual information. <laughs> they have a very vast canon of work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's one. It sometimes it's two of the sisters without one of them. But the group as the Roaches has like a very long list of albums The i think the last one they put out was in like the 2000s at some point but one of them mm-hmm. passed away a couple of years ago so oh. like the band is done so now damn yeah that's too bad yeah that's <laughs> cute this is that's a cute story about Hammond's song though yeah. why did your friends like that song so much
1: i i don't know i think that they just had both liked it separately and then when they found out that they both knew the song, they were like, Oh my god, someone else knows this song. That's a really nice really jazz. That's a really it.
0: nice feeling. Yeah. Especially when it's something like, in this case, I don't want to say moderately obscure. Oh but
1: it's super obscure. <laughs> obscure
0: for young people to yeah. know. Um, yeah, that's always like whenever I find someone who knows of a band and or a song that I have Loved, but also know a lot of other people don't know. It's very like, yeah, hey, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like an instant connection, yeah, you know? Yeah,
2: for sure. <laughs>
0: of gear switching i do
1: <laughs> it's my thing <laughs> uh
0: h- how do you pronounce this pr- it, gnome
1: Pekilni, i believe that's how i say it in my head i don't know i've only read it <laughs>
0: okay that's totally fun i went yeah. i go through that too mm-hmm. with uh I, sometimes there's our names that i don't want to botch so i go on youtube dives to find them being introduced on a program Ooh. and then i i nail it <laughs> That's how I learned how to pronounce Hanif Abdurraqib because I was like, I don't know, like this man is my favorite author and his name is very difficult. Yeah. I don't want to fuck this up. And so I found him being introduced to like a poetry reading. That is smart. And I was like, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: never considered that. Yeah. You got a big brain. (laughs) No, I don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just have a big stupid head with a small brain. (laughs) Um, So, gnome.
1: Yes, Gnome. (laughs)
0: I kind of wanted this to be Noam Chomsky, but it's definitely <laughs> not. Um, but so uh, this is called Waveland, mm-hmm. and I found a bunch of videos of him playing this live. It's very impressive because he's just standing there picking away on his banjo in yeah. front of like an old timey microphone. But are you you're into like bluegrassy, folky stuff, or that's kind of like yeah. your main? Is that what you consider, like, your favorite genre or, like, your go-to genre? Yeah, I think
1: it's the genre that's, like, most mine. Okay. You know, because I have, like, other genres that I like. Like, Emlyn and I talk about pop punk all the time. Yeah. You know? And, like, I love it. But, like...
0: (laughs) You guys listen to a lot of good Charlotte?
1: (laughs) You bet your ass. Simple
0: plan. Oh. I wanna do I yeah. z I wanna do a zoom hang with the two of you sometime. Yeah, we got. That's gonna get wild. I it's bet. gonna be
1: so fun.
0: <laughs> Talking about emo. Yeah, big... M
1: will go off. Dude. Oh, I
0: love it. I love it. How much does she like dashboard? I
1: don't know who dashboard, dashboard is. Dashboard confessional. We've never talked well, actually she might know them. Listen, the other thing is that I don't know names of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but Emily <laughs> will rattle them up.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Um <laughs> So, have you two thought about doing a podcast?
1: You know, we never have. Okay, we should. That seems
0: like a kind of that seems like it would be really funny. I think
1: it would be very quee. I was trying to say cute and sweet at the same time, and it came out queet. Yeah, I
0: was like, <laughs> is this a new? Is this like a new word that the young people are trying to make happen? Yeah. How do you do, fellow young person? So uh the two Utes. Uh <laughs> Waveland, tell me about Gnome and how you like he is a new ish performer yeah. doing old timey things. Mm-hmm. How what's your history with him?
1: Yes. So I um Wow, this all is coming back to the same prairie home. Episode. Okay, alright. Um,
0: that must have been very transformative. It was
1: beautiful. It okay. was so nice. At the Fitzgerald
0: the historic <laughs> Fitzgerald yes, Theater. It's and beautiful. I've never been in the Fitz. The oh fits. my goodness. Anytime there was a show that I wanted to go to there, the tickets were always like super duper expensive, and I was kinda yeah. like, nah, that ain't me.
1: <laughs> we uh well Anna and I went to two of those um Anna's my cousin. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Shout out to Anna. Shout out to Anna. Cousin cousin gang in the building. <laughs> She's
1: the best. <laughs> We went to two um, Prairie Home things. The first because they were like giving away tickets on Twitter, uh-huh. and she just like won them, so oh, wow. she took me with. Okay. And the second one, uh-huh. Paul Simon was performing, so we rushed tickets for it. Oh wow! Which means she left Buffalo Center, Iowa, at one in the morning, picked us up at four in Northfield, and then we sat there for three hours in February to get tickets to go to Prairie Home with Chris Seely hosting and Paul Simon being the main guest.
0: It that, was awesome. I was like, "That's." De- we got to
1: sit on the porch. <laughs> that
0: is dedication. Yeah. To the game.
1: There was no one else there for like two hours. <laughs> it was a little embarrassing, <laughs> but it's like a great memory. <laughs> the,
0: the box office person is like, "You're gonna get the tickets. Don't don't worry." Yeah. <laughs>
1: the night before, my sister had talked about how freezing death was the best way to go because you just kind of like fall asleep and you're like happy and warm at the end.
0: That's <laughs> fucking. Dark. We were gonna go
1: sit outside in the morning in February. <laughs> And then she fell asleep and I except like <laughs> leaning over to see if she was still breathing. Do you
0: have like a mirror you put putting in front of her nose like, yeah, right?
1: I was like, Molly, you good?
0: Come on, bro. Um, So, yes. Gnome was a guest on Prairie Home. Is um, that what you're...
1: I think, well, okay, because the reason I bring it up is because I got really obsessed with Chris Thiele um and then therefore yeah. the punch brothers and gnome plays the banjo and the punch brothers is
0: he also i i've i don't know what the punch brothers is i'm sorry is that oh. his side project chris, uh, chris chris's side project
1: i i don't know what's his side project and what his main project his are. main
0: his main project was nickel creek but they broke up yeah like well, a million years ago punch brothers is his new band oh okay yeah yeah okay. yeah
1: mm-hmm. um
0: I used to fuck with Nickel Creek. They have yeah, some, Nickel they, Creek is fun. <laughs> they have some, some sad pensive bops. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> with that Mando just get, get that Mando
0: going, just, yeah. And he's swaying. <laughs> yeah. Get those harmonies going. Yeah. yeah. Is
1: Sarah Watkins the woman in Nickel Creek? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Love her. Yeah. Adore her. Yeah. God, she's good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so uh Gnome plays the banjo in
0: The Punch Brothers. The Punch Brothers. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: And um I think Maybe in one of those, uh, so anyway, then I listened to a bunch of like Prairie Home live from here throughout college because when I was, um, when I couldn't focus enough to write papers, I would just put in last week's Prairie Home okay. and then just like listen to that while I write papers. Okay. Um, and in one of them, uh, Nome was the guest and he was talking about the new album, um, which is like this solo album that he did, like solo banjo album, um, Yeah, and this was the first song on it, and it blows
0: me away. So does he sing it all on any of his songs? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and he has, like, this really great, like, bass voice. Oh, perfect. That's, like, very nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nice songs. (laughs)
0: listening to a lot of instrumental music or is it just coincidental that you picked two that are instrumental for this podcast
1: i think i picked these two inst- I, so i do listen to a lot of instrumental not okay. like a lot but like <laughs> you don't have to on a playlist it. of like 50 songs there's like one or two oh, instrumentals. okay okay i can quantify it pretty okay, easily okay,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> okay. or like i'll listen to um like uh echolocations mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. um do you find yeah. it's
0: hard now as uh maybe not so much because you're not that far removed from school and you could probably do school work while listening to something with words, but do you have a hard time like reading or doing something that requires concentration and you're listening to music that has words?
1: It depends on the album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sometimes I've, yes and sometimes I've no. I've had
0: a really hard time with that recently, yeah. which is why when I'm writing, even if it's about music, I'm not listening to that music. Mm. I have to listen to ambient droning. <laughs>
2: I just, some lo-fi beats I just
0: need some I need chill beats to study too no I'll, I just need like just spooky drones for like 20 minutes and then I'm I'm good but like yeah even when I'm reading if it has like if the, if there are lyrics mm-hmm. no i have like put on like a old Coltrane record or some shit that uh, doesn't have any words because I can't focus on the two the two things right yeah I wasn't yeah. sure that was just me and like my dying brain <laughs> <laughs> it might just be me <laughs>
2: <laughs> well
1: I think I need something to tune out you know uh, otherwise my brain is too bored just doing one thing <laughs> sure
0: gotcha someone is calling me when it's my oh it's my best friend at 507-800 <laughs> eight oh four three i hope it's somebody trying Let to me
1: answer it <laughs> like new
0: phones this. uh it's i i've been getting i don't know about you i've been getting so many calls yes. from uh numbers that i don't know and texts from numbers that i don't know trying to get me to to rock the vote
1: did you get one um i got one from kevin recently who was uh, texting me to say that he and other Republicans across the nation are uniting to vote for Joe Biden. Will I join them?
0: (laughs) That's fascinating. Isn't that beautiful?
1: (laughs) And terrifying.
0: (laughs) You love to see it. Love to see it. Bo Jiden, uniting people, Republicans, reaching across the aisle, voting for... Let's go. Yeah, let's fucking go. (laughs) LFG. Um, (laughs) Anything else about Gnome and Waveland?
3: Um,
1: Yes.
0: Okay. The reason
1: why I picked this song uh-huh. is because there's something about it; it just instantly makes you calm. It makes me calm. Okay. Yeah. And I remember I was in college and like just after this like album had come out and I was obsessed with it. Yeah. And I was trying to tell, like convince my friend Luke to listen to this and I was like, Luke, you have to listen to this song. He's like, No, no, I don't want to listen to your dumb banjo music. And I was like, Luke, you have to listen to this. And I just like started playing the song and he just goes, Oh, <laughs> that is nice. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to be like, he didn't listen and we're not on speaking terms anymore. (laughs) Fuck that guy.
1: No, I still love him very much. Okay, shout out to
0: Luke. Sorry that I was like, fuck you. Go to the dick, Luke. You don't fuck with his banjo music. They don't fuck with your banjo music. They (laughs) don't fuck.
1: fuck. (laughs) Those are the rules. Shout out to Emily for that playlist description.
3: I would still be on my feet. So let's
0: move into Joni Mitchell. Yes. A case of you. Yes. And I want this is this was this is great that this is this is on here for a couple of reasons. The first of it being this is the fascinating thing about the podcast. I have done um I'm working on upwards of 20 of these now, maybe mm-hmm. 25 of these. And I've interviewed all different people. Some of them I work with. Some of them are all different ages. Some of them don't know each other. will never meet one another. Two other people have picked A Case of You by Joni Mitchell. You're kidding. And <laughs> I think it's fascinating. Who are the other two? One was Leona.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's incredible.
0: <laughs> but Leona loves Joni Mitchell, and let me tell you a funny thing. So I don't dislike Joni Mitchell. Uh-huh. I have n- I have this album Blue. Mm-hmm. I have never, and I really like the orchestral arrangement of both sides now, where her voice is real low and f- real fucking sad. Um, but I've never sat down and be like, I'm gonna be a Joni Mitchell fan, or I'm gonna listen mm-hmm. to like all her all of her works, whatever. Um, but there is... I think it was like her birthday once. uh, And it was like in the news, like, oh, Joni Mitchell's birthday, blah, blah, blah. And Leona was talking about it at work. And I was like, I don't really listen to a lot of Joni Mitchell. And she and Andrea and Paige all looked at me at the same time and looked at me like I was a fucking monster. (laughs) And and I I was like... I've upset three women who are standing right in front of me. I was like, I, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Time to run. I was like, I ran in. I think I hid in the bathroom for a little bit because I was like, oh no, oh my coworkers, my f- all my female coworkers are furious at me. I'm so sorry, ladies. Um, but sorry so, but so a case of you, mm-hmm. I gen- I love this song. I also uh, love covers of it, and I know that yeah. covers, uh, covers are like wrestling a bear. Sometimes it's a bad idea. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work out. Other times yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, and you feel like God. <laughs> yeah,
0: and so there are myriad covers of a case of you. Um, some of them are probably not great. There are a couple off offhand that I know that I really like. So I appreciate the different um, interpretations of this song. I don't know if you've listened to any of those. No, you're like I don't fuck with those. Give me Joni or nothing at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why would I why would I look for anything else?
0: <laughs> like I don't care if Prince put it in a medley and a demo tape.
1: Okay, I do care about that one, maybe.
0: <laughs> um but so tell me about so are you a big Joni fan?
1: Well Yes and no. I haven't done like a deep dive on okay, Joni, okay. but every Joni Mitchell song that I hear, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> give me more of that. <laughs> and
0: how did you get into Joni Mitchell? Is this your parents? No. Okay. You're, you keep proving me wrong and I like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> keep me on your toes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just assume because you talked about how many times you went to shows with your folks as a kid. Yeah. And it was all like, it's like parent music that they were like taking you to. Right. And so I'm like, oh, Joni Mitchell's parent music. Like that's the kind of thing that like... Parents would get their kid into because you try to force your good musical taste on your kids. Yeah,
1: it's funny because my dad really pushed his musical taste on me. Yeah, you know, uh huh. And like, I love him for it. Yeah, I saw a lot of great shows because of it. Um, Shout out to Jim. Shout out to Jim. God, what a man. (laughs) But (laughs) Joni Mitchell. My mom loves Joni Mitchell. Okay, but she like wasn't a big like. She wasn't like, oh, we're in the car, like let's listen to Joni Mitchell. You know. Okay. Um, this is it's one, something I've come to on an, my own. Oh, that's really
0: that's impressive because there, yeah. there are things that like I feel like I should like that are like th- and my my parents were very modern mm-hmm. in the sense that it was never like their the music of their youth that we listened to in the house. It was always like what was popping at that time, right? And so I'm very familiar with that stuff and like the things from their childhood in the '60s and early '70s. no like that like they we never were like let's sit down and listen to the beatles like i was like okay cool like i tried on my own and i was like ah this is not for me yeah and but so that's that's interesting that they like you found joni mitchell on your own so how Mm -hmm. did you find joni mitchell
1: um in a similar way to which i found hammond song okay
0: (laughs) which is other people singing it to you yes
1: i was sitting around the campfire with audrey she plays guitar Uh uh-huh and john Uh uh-huh and neely Uh uh-huh and they would just sing this song like every night. Uh, this, this
0: song, A Case of You? Yeah. Okay. Which all is right.
1: funny because it is a hard song to sing around a campfire yes. because they were trying to do like the whole, like, ooh,
2: uh-huh. you know, like yeah. all her things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but then they would just try and it would like sound fine, you know, like not as good as Joni, obviously, but then they would just laugh about it.
3: I live in a box of paints. I'm frightened by the devil. And I'm drawn to those ones that ain't afraid. I remember that time you told me you said love is touching souls. Surely you touch my anchors. of you pours out of me in these lines from time to time. The devils and your deeds and she said go to him stay with him if you can but be prepared to bleed
1: Okay. I like <laughs> most of my music n- listening is like very nostalgia based. When I'm like there doing it on my own, there you go. So it's like whenever I hear this song, I can see them around the fire. Okay, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I brought it home, and I was like, "Mom, I love this song." And she's like, "I used to listen to this album all the time, like in my apartment or something like that."
0: <laughs> and you're like, "Why didn't you tell me?" And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> why didn't you tell me sooner?" I don't know. See, I could never have... There's a number of reasons that I would not be a good parent, but one of them is definitely like if my kid had shitty musical taste, mm-hmm. or if like we were listening to something good in the car and they said they didn't like it, I'd be like, well, get out. You're walking. You're not my kid. You're not my kid anymore. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, that's what Jim did. <laughs> I definitely... So like my nephew... He's thirteen now, Mm -hmm. and he's got some questionable taste, as all thirteen-year-olds do. He's really into Twenty One Pilots, and I want to be like, "Oh, buddy, I hope you grow out of this." But uh, it's not a phase, Kevin. (laughs) It's a lifestyle. (laughs) Um, But so he, he a couple years ago for the holidays, he was like really, he's like really into records, but Mm -hmm. he like his parents wouldn't buy him a record player hmm. and I was like that's fucking stupid is buy the kid a re- cheap record player so he can like listen to records if he wants to yeah and so we bought my uh, it was me and my wife and her cousin we chipped in and we shipped him like a cheap record player to get him started and I bought him a copy of an out al- like a, we bought him like an album that he like he wanted that it was like he would listen to and then I sent him a copy of an album that I was like yo this shit will change your life my guy and Okay, computer by Radiohead. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't know if, like, a 12 year old boy is like. I mean, I was 14 when that came out, and Mm -hmm. that shit, like, that opened up so many doors for me. And, but I also. Don't know if he was like ready for that at twelve, but so we we sent it to him and then, like we called him like a couple days later after he got all this shit and he was like oh thank you so much for the things and he was like and uh, Uncle Kevin thanks for the record I don't I don't know how I feel about it yet and I was like boy
1: <laughs> <laughs> you. Better like radio. Yeah, I was
0: like, next time I see you, you want to have an in depth conversation about uh, the guitar sequencing on Letdown? Because I got some things to talk about with you. (laughs) They recorded this in analog, young man. Does that not mean anything to you? It
1: doesn't mean anything to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anyway. Anyway, is there anything else about Joni Mitchell in a case of you you want to talk about?
1: Um, just that as the pandemic has been going on, uh-huh. I have found myself on more than one occasion sitting outside under the full moon listening to this song. Okay, well wow, that's <laughs> fucking deep, and it's beautiful. It sounds, like, yeah, they're... you haven't listened to this song until you've listened to it just like in the moonlight.
0: <laughs> during during, a pandemic. during does, a pandemic, does the pandemic help?
1: Well, yeah, because you're lonely. <laughs>
0: There are certain songs that have really been hitting differently yeah. the last 7 months. And there are certain songs that I would have never even given a second glance to or even really thought about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I'm like, uh-huh. And so yeah, I I get it. Yeah. Like I don't think I've had as poetic of an experience. Well, a not with this. With a couple of other things, yes. Especially mm. on my sad walks to work in the morning when I'm extra pensive. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there are some other things that I'm like, oh yeah, big big Rona vibes.
1: Um. Molly and I have been watching a lot of TV shows lately about superheroes. Yeah. But we always watch them with subtitles, and sometimes it just goes brackets, and then it says "pensive music."
2: <laughs> That's me. That's you. That's me. I am pensive music. <laughs> It
0: me, your boy, (laughs) Pensive Music, ah, ah, ah. Okay, so we are, we've are we made it to the last one because yeah, you, p- you picked one. five. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's too late to say it now. You could have picked more than five. Five is like the yeah, minimum, but I, 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 know. I didn't know how big you wanted to get. Some people didn't. I had to cap it at 10 because I had some problems with people who were doing way more than 10. And I was yeah. like, wow, holy shit. People don't want to listen to a three hour podcast, no matter how compelling you think this is going to be. Um, so, yeah. ten, five is great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Most uh, Some people do 10. Most uh, usually it's under 10. I
1: know. Now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, I could have picked this song and yeah, this song. That's, yeah. And this yep, song. Yep, yep. I have regrets. Yep. It,
0: it, we all do. Um, <laughs> 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 please join our, our, us on our new podcast called I Have Regrets, <laughs> featuring <laughs> Nell and Kevin. Where we talk about uh, all the mistakes we've made that have brought us to this point in our lives. (laughs) There Um, have been many. (laughs) (laughs) It's an ongoing series. (laughs) Every episode is three hours. (laughs) It's just laugh crying for the first half hour. (laughs) Um, So the last one that you picked is Talking Heads. Mm -hmm. And so I know that Talking Heads are... So my father listened to a lot of Talking Heads when I was a child. So Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Talking Heads house and I have a lot of memories of it playing in the house. I have never come to them on my own. I appreciate what David Byrne did for contemporary popular music in terms of making it, making weird accessible. Because, I mean, not everybody could pull this off. You could make a weird band and have a weird sound or like be really idiosyncratic and this would not. Be as widely embraced as mm-hmm. it was at in the eighties at the time, at like the height of their fame. Cause they were like huge. Like very popular. Which is wild to think about. Like him in his big fucking suit yeah. swaying around on stage. That shit would not fly all the time. But so you picked this must be the place and what is your connection with talking heads?
1: Okay. Um, I have the deep one and then I have the funny one. Which one do you want first? Let's do the
0: deep one first and then use the funny one as like a punchline.
1: Yeah, that'll be nice. (laughs) It's probably just funny to me, but I'll paint the picture for you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you had to be there. You had to be there.
0: (laughs) Shit was wild. Um,
1: so this is a song. So I grew up in a small town. Yeah. Um, which means that we didn't have anything. Okay. So to go to school, to go to the grocery store, to do anything, I had to drive like at least twenty minutes. Okay. Um, so I spent a lot of time in the car listening okay. to the radio. Okay. You know, as one does. Sure. Um, and I obviously listened to exclusively the classic rock station. <laughs> um, but that was you really
0: do like Big Dad Rock. Yeah. <laughs> classic <laughs> rock vibes. Andrea, shout out to Andrea. Um, she was telling me that th- that work the other day, <laughs> the guys who were doing the construction. In the building, head on classic rock, and I guess Bob Seeger came on, and you two just like lost it and sort of like laugh crying for like a half hour. Yeah. What Bob Seeger song oh was god, it? She wouldn't, one? she couldn't tell me which one um, it was. I asked if it was Night Moves because no, that song fucking slaps, Night Night and she was like, No, it wasn't Night Moves, Kevin. It was
1: Against the Wind. Oh,
0: yeah, I fuck with <laughs> Against the Wind. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> that
0: shit is real dramatic,
1: it's so dramatic. And we were both standing there we had to put this delivery away uh-huh. but we were just like no we're just going to listen to this song instead so we just like swayed
0: There's a lot like it's got like big rollicking piano and it. it's very it's yeah Bob Seger he he had a moment and he has like a very specific sound mm-hmm. like a large bombastic sound
1: He's incredible
0: Yeah anyway so classic rock radio Yeah. that's what you grew up listening to yeah. in the early 2000s Yep. (laughs) In small town Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I loved the Talking Heads. I thought they were awesome. So
0: I would never call Talking Heads classic rock, but are they considered that? They're
1: on the classic rock radio.
0: That hurts my heart. Yeah. (laughs) Because I mean, I get it that it's from like the 70s and 80s and that's like enough time has passed to call it classic rock, but I don't think of this as classic rock.
1: Yeah, I don't. Either. But also
0: at work sometimes when they put on classic rock in the kitchen when Jason's in control of the (laughs) doodab. Yeah. It's like they play Smashing Pumpkins and like Nirvana on Classic Rock Radio and then I get offended and he's like, (laughs) What, it's twenty five years old and I'm like, Oh, I feel so washed. I I am so washed. So washed. Like I remember buying these albums when they came out in the (laughs) store because I am I am old and what i like what i grew up listening to is now classic rock like classic rock is like dire straits always going to be oh, dire my straits God. Yeah. or uh-huh. like tom petty
1: ooh yeah lots um, tom petty
0: yeah any any of that yeah, stuff but
1: they also play like willie nelson on the classic rock radio yeah, he's not rock i know
0: <laughs> it's classic country You gotta tell me that it's country and western both kinds
2: yeah. there was a time for we
0: Grew up listening to Talking Heads on classic rock radio. Yeah, and this is one of the. Is this one of the songs this you is heard? One okay, the songs. okay. And
1: then, um, I moved when I was a junior in high school. Yeah. I moved The summer before I was a junior in high school.
0: Yeah. And was that hard? By the way,
1: it was devastating. Okay, I just um, trying
0: to think of what it's like already being terrible as a teenager, just yeah. existing, and then to be uprooted and moved for two years yeah. to a new, yeah,
1: yeah, to a new place. I don't know. Anything. Oh. Um. Yeah, and. I was at that time I was listening to The Lumineers cover of This Must Be the Place.
0: I have not heard that. You have not No. It's
1: nice. It's like very it's like it, you know, you know The Lumineers. <laughs>
0: um I know, the Lumineers. know the Lumineers. <laughs> I know The Lumineers. But I'll tell you what how do you like do you fuck with The Lumineers? You really yeah. Okay, then I, maybe I should keep my hot takes no, to myself. No, you should
1: take me your hot takes. Like there just tell me your hot take. Give it to me. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Punch did. me in the gut. Let's go. No,
0: I I didn't I would see the name? I'd see the name. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know who these people are. Whatever. Um, and then for some reason, a a long time ago, we caught the tail end of them performing on a very old episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and they were playing one of the songs. And like when we were still allowed to listen to music at work before, like the phone system got shut down and like they lost like the connection with the music system. Yeah there was an hour where like the lumineers were played quite a bit really? and so like i knew what song it was like i recognized it mm-hmm. but i saw them and their affect and i was like so this is just yelpy bullshit music like yelpy white person music and it's fine yeah like it's it's just not for me like, oh yeah stompy like scrappy like <laughs> trust fund folk i don't know like they they're not real folk music no, they're just like absolutely riding not. some some mumford coattails yeah Uh However. i have i have a funny story about mumford and sons though do you do you like do you not do you like them do you not like them um
1: okay so the thing about the Lumineers and mumford and sons is that they're like for me they're like my gateway into like folk music. Okay. like finding my own folk music Gotcha. Like, okay, you know that, what makes yeah, that makes sense
0: yeah that makes sense i get it I and get like it. i
1: still <laughs> I mean, I also have like nostalgic vibes of like me and my friend Kay uh-huh. listening to the Lumineers in like the summertime in the car, like w- all the way up, all the okay. way up, just okay. yelling. Okay.
0: <laughs> so they do, but the Lumineers do a cover of this, is, yeah. this talking hit song. Is it? Go- yeah. Is it good?
1: It's nice.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's okay. like
1: very like acoustic, like okay. bare bones, which is like fun because it's like a great juxtaposition of this. Yeah, because
0: um, this is one of those times where it's like cover. This is like when covers can be res- like wrestling a bear. Yeah. Because you can fuck it up and yeah. get mauled or and it can be a bad idea or it can work out.
1: It is actually astounding to me the number of people who cover this song. Okay. Because I'm like, why would you do this one? It is so weird and so cool in its original form. <laughs> and then people are like, let's just <laughs> completely change it <laughs> except for the lyrics. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Covers are, that's a dicey business. Yeah. It really can be. Um I should check that out because I've never. I don't think I've heard that.
1: Yeah, I think it's nice. Okay, it's very soothing. Okay, but I was listening to this right after I moved. Okay, and like the lyrics of the song are like, "Home is where I want to be. Pick me up and turn me around. Yeah, you know. And then like, home is where I want to be, but I guess I'm already there.
0: Oh, you got so pensive. Yes, I got
1: this song makes me so pensive because for so long I'm like, what makes a home a home? You know, and I feel like this song kind of like asks that same question. Oh. And then it's funny to me that so many people cover it cuz I'm like, wow, does everybody have the same question? Why does this song hit so hard for so many people?
0: <laughs> but maybe those people are just covering it cuz they're like, oh, we like talking heads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're like <laughs> They're like the Lumineers did it, why can't we? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> That guy wearing a big hat did it. Their <laughs> yeah. lead singer has like a big hat.
1: Yeah, he's got a big hat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Big Coachella hat energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Their
1: cello player. Yeah. um Has recently released a solo album and like left the band. Oh, R. I. P. She's really cool. Okay. I like her a lot. Okay. Yeah.
0: So that's your that's your deep deeply rooted connection to yeah. this. What is the funny one?
1: <laughs> the funny one is that. Um, you
0: try to do a cover of it. Is that the? So <laughs> <funny? laughs> Like, no. a drum, like a drum machine in your violin you try to do a cover of this wouldn't
1: that be fucking something yeah i'll try it
0: are you gonna start a, a one woman band yeah okay drum drum machine and violin yep okay
1: it's not gonna go well
0: it could be your pandemic hobbies like i i i, I made an album
1: yeah my seventh pandemic hobby <laughs> you're
0: like i put it on soundcloud check out my soundcloud
1: link in bio <laughs> or whatever <laughs> that is what i
0: say i know
1: <laughs> sometimes it's gotcha. Lincoln.
0: sometimes it's link in bio or something but uh, usually link in bio or whatever sounds worse and that's why i do it
1: i like the or whatever part
0: <laughs> also my phone knows that's what i am going to say it when honestly- i'm typing it and so when i start typing it out like link in and then it goes bio or whatever and then sometimes it's ted says hi because like there have been other ones where like ted is included in the post mm-hmm. but yeah
1: oh man ted
0: <laughs> so um oh the funny story. The funny story
1: yes so as i was driving in the car and listening to classic rock yeah um i have a brother who's four years younger than me yeah so and he would just like sit in the back seat and not really say much And he like sucked his thumb when he was little. Yeah. And then the talking heads would come on, and immediately, like, Uh first couple bars, he would just pull his thumb out of his mouth and go, It's the talking heads. And then put his thumb right back in his (laughs) mouth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's really cute.
1: Isn't
2: that cute?
1: It's fucking precious.
0: That's really charming
1: yeah so the talking heads like I will never be able to listen to the talking heads without, without thinking, thinking of that. my little brother Does,
0: <laughs> do, you, do you chide him about this or like bring it up now like when you're playing it at home do you mm-hmm. ever walk up to him and you're like like have your thumb in your mouth and take it and go like it's the talking heads and then walk away because he'll be like I don't re- remember that because I was an infant please stop belittling me well-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but I would if I did play the talking okay. heads at home. Okay.
0: okay <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, no, but I'm going to do that now, yeah. right when I get home.
1: Basically, every chance I get to think about Clint when he was like young and had huge cheeks, I do. Okay.
2: So cute.
0: Um, we made it through your five tunes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can I do my, my one honorable mention song where I just tell you what it is? Sure. It's the cover of Boys of Summer by The Ataris.
0: The Ataris?
1: Ataris, yeah. The Ataris? Yeah, I've only read it, remember? <laughs>
0: plural version of the video game system
1: that's interesting
0: um so is this the the pop punk that you listen to yeah that's yeah. mine and
1: Emily's song <laughs> let
0: it's me like our friendship song w- let me tell you uh how much i love that <laughs> i love that you two have a connection over a somewhat miscast but still okay cover of the boys of summer mm-hmm. um I love The Boys of Summer, the Don Henley song. Yeah. I l- it's legitimately one of my favorite songs of all time. There's so much happening in it. Mm. It's so uh yeah. It's like very reflective. The weird seagulls love like em. guitar solo thing that happens, yes. <laughs> the drum machine, it's so dramatic. It's so good. It's so somber and bittersweet. Um it's audacious that the Ataris did a cover of it yeah. and made like a, 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 a pop punk cover and of it. it. <laughs> and they killed it. And it's e- what is even more audacious is that they changed the lyric about the yes. sticker, but it's fitting. It's fitting uh-huh. that Don Henley would say a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac mm-hmm. because it's about how people in the 70s changed from, from the 70s changed in the 80s. And you can never go back mm-hmm. and then it's fitting that the dude from the ataris the the pop punk would be mad that there's a black flag sticker on a cadillac yeah. that shit that, that does hit
1: yeah, it does <laughs> i also love how in the cover they like cut off the word like at the end of the like line so yeah. like, abruptly every time uh-huh. it just makes it a little punchier <laughs> we like the punch <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um yeah, I haven't listened to that cover in a long time. Um I should tech I should dig that out. You should. I I had that album when I was younger cuz I was uh in my very early 20s and mm-hmm. I had the single off of it um in this diary. Do you know that song? That is
1: the only the Boys of Summer cover is the only Atari song that I've ever listened okay, to. Okay, <laughs> the
0: Ataris were like a a pop punk band on an independent label and they got signed to a major label and they put out that album, so long mm-hmm. Astoria. And yeah, it has the Boys of Summer cover on it, but it has a bunch of other singles. And the first one that I heard that when MTV still played videos and I would watch videos uh, in the Dark Ages. Yeah. um, You're like, what? what?" You're like, how old are you? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, But they had a song called In This Diary and it was like wistful, bittersweet, um, very anthemic, um, big energy. And I loved it. I was like... 19 or 20 and i was yeah. like fuck yeah oh i'm gonna ad- listen to that the now. ataris their <laughs> your name funny. is a little cringy but i'm willing to look past it because this song goes pretty hard um so please tell your friend that i also like that boys yeah, of summer cover i
1: will and i will set up the friendship opportunity please do
0: <laughs> please do um that sounds uh, like a lot of fun yeah we can talk all about pop punk <laughs> uh is there anything else we should talk about or go over from any of your tunes or your honorable mention to your honorable... Uh, you know, I, w- I will say when you sent this list over, based on the conversation we had at work about the Counting Crows, I was a little, like... Oh, yeah. A little surprised that you didn't put anything wow. from August and, uh, August and Everything After on here, but that's okay.
1: Well, they're all too sad. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Mr. Jones, but then I just seem like I'm not a real Counting Crows fan.
0: <laughs> Mr. Jones is a fine song.
1: Yeah, but it's the basic choice. <laughs> it is. Sure. except for it, that one and accidentally accidentally in love. in love yeah which is also such a good song and yeah. that's that on that that's that on that um
0: now i can't thank you so much for taking time out of your evening your year's day evening to slide through and chop it up with me and talk about tunes Loved doing it i appreciate you being an illustrious guest on the podcast um, so thank you again for talking about all this music and your your fun campsite stories with it and your your river tales. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. <laughs> Love talking about that big river.
0: <laughs> and tunes. Are you an industry plant for big river?
1: Yes <laughs> <laughs> I, That is my truest form. <laughs>